Happy Monday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocketeer Minute where each and every day Monday through Friday we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney's ever made. The 1991 Joe Johnson directed feature The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Hal, Hal, there's, wait, that, too? there's that music. Yeah, wait. There's that noise. You're listening to a special Billy Campbell episode on the Rocketeer Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Campbell. I'm I'm not even going to comment. <laughs> I'm not I even see. going to comment. We're too good for our own theme now, are yeah. we? <laughs> I just I just don't even have any energy left. To, yeah. well, it takes all my energy listening to that. It's it's wow. in it's a wonderfully wonderfully done, but enormously taxing. Only about um, 30 more times about, to play it, so it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and in about uh, about 13 years, when Anton is 16, uh, we'll send him a copy, and then, uh, then we'll see what he does with it. <laughs> hey, Dad, listen to this. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we are, we are joined again with uh, Billy Campbell himself, the Rocketeer, and uh, and his son Anton, who is uh, in the background uh, uh, c- mm. critiquing to make sure that uh, he, he get that he, daddy gets it right. Yeah. Yeah, he may make an appearance. We we have no idea. Right now, he's engrossed in in Sarah and Duck, but uh, yeah, anything uh, could happen. Yeah, but uh, you know, he he knows quality entertainment, so that's good. And uh, while uh, uh, while your son is watching that, we're watching uh, Howard Hughes uh, telling you all the reasons why you should hand over hand over the rocket pack because there's a gigantic uh, Nazi firing and flying commandos the works. This, this scene seems to have the most reaction shots. I can imagine that they had a lot of setups because you're talking, Howard Hughes is talking, all the FBI guys are telling you stuff. So it looked like a lot of yeah. a lot of room to capture. Yeah, that, I think that's I think that's right. Let me see. Yeah, this is a. I'm I'm explaining that Jenny's been kidnapped. Right. That's right. That's right. And that the the, the uh, FBI guys are trying to talk Mr. Hughes out of it. It it was you know it's a big scene it is a big scene and there's uh I mean uh, with a lot of people in it yeah and um but I I don't remember there being an, an enormous amount of of coverage yeah the the lighting an abnormal looked, amount I mean the lighting looks a little flat so I was wondering if they were shooting this with a couple of cameras it it seems like usually when you, when you get when you're shooting flat nobody's getting their own particular mm. key lights and stuff like that they're just kind of moving around. They could have been capturing some of them, but there's a lot of scenes where it's just Wooly and Fitch. So I'm thinking you might have been out of town at the time when they when they filmed some of the the pickup shots there. Mm, I I don't recall that being the case. I remember us all being there at the same time. This was down in San Pedro, and uh, yeah, it was. We shot this at the same time in the same week. I think we shot. Or at least the same, you know, days when we were at that location, we shot the uh, inside of the, uh, you know, dirigible. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, the the, yeah. the the cockpit thing, yeah. The the cockpit fight, and, uh, which was which was a lot of fun. And and this is also the 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 particular minute where you get to uh, ride on the back of the of the spruce goose. Uh, and <laughs> that's right. Keep, that's right. I keep scrolling through that, and you look you look very determined when you're you're going to get this right on the first take. Jump, jump <laughs> at, the, uh, at the goose. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't want to get it wrong. That's for sure. Yeah, Billy, I know this had come up in an earlier minute, but that is that uh, is that you throughout that uh, sequence? So you yeah, yeah. Hanging I from think, it there, uh, and then yeah, I, I'm. 
pretty sure it was. I recollect taking – no, no, you do not go in the corner and turn off the internet. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Sometimes, technical- I, sometimes I just get out of hand. <laughs> Jim, I mean, Hal, you sit down. Okay. Yes, sir. And I'm going to go watch Sarah listen. and Duck. Yes, <laughs> yes Mr. Rocketeer. Sir. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just a little nervous. He was headed toward the same corner where the the switch is for the uh, for the um, router. Um, uh, but yeah, you yeah. did. You did get to do. I mean, you said that after you had not fallen off the blimp, that this was uh, mm. this was your big moment. And it looks. I mean, you look like you're having a really good time there. Oh, I was having a great time. I would have done every single one of my stunts the whole movie long if they if they'd let me. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much me. I mean, they had a safety wire, of course. Yeah. And it's not all one long unbroken shot. So they did. Uh, you know, I do jump and grab the thing, and then there's. I think a reaction shot or something, and then, and then there's me down doing the yeah, the bulk of the riding, and then there's another shot of me hopping off it. So they yeah. broke it up and and had a safety wire on me. And, and, but, and in, uh, in Jodhpur's no less, that was that yes. must have been quite a yeah. I would have. I mean, it was a nothing. It really was a nothing. I would have. I would have done the stunt without a safety wire to get the one seamless shot. Except that, of course, there was no way they would let uh, let the lead actor do that. Yeah. And you know we're we're skipping something very important, and that is uh, that just before you jump out or run out and jump on the the uh, the mock up there, the scale model, mm-hmm. you get to you get to hang one on. Uh, I get to hang on, one on, on his kisser. kisser. Yeah. yeah, hang another one on his kisser. <laughs> exactly, and then uh, then you waltz. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought it would have been funny. I remember thinking at the time it would have been funny, and we talked about it about me hanging one on Wooly's uh, kisser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just even then, the score, though, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then uh, and then Fitch saying something like, you know, now you know how it feels, yeah. or something. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I remember. I remember there being some talk about that, but then Joe was like, no, no, of course you have to hit the same nose. It's still sore. You know, something I wish uh, in this scenes uh, that we'd get a better look at. I don't think we ever get a great square on look at it anywhere in the film is that uh, that beautiful sort of vast relief of the Hughes Aircraft Company up above the fireplace. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's just just gorgeous. And it's, you know, it's interesting, too, because this... uh, you know, you run out, and of course you're, you're jumping onto the model of what would later become the uh, the Spruce Goose, which a, a reasonably good sized anachronism here. You really wouldn't have; they weren't even close to have. They weren't thinking about building this airplane for another four years uh, when Hughes right. and Kaiser got the contract. Well, that's okay. What's intriguing to me is uh, you've got those struts that you sort of jump and hang on to, which of course the the real airplane doesn't have and wouldn't have needed, mm-hmm. but it's a convenient handhold for you. Mm-hmm. They are about in the in the right place for this to have sort of worked. Now there's now Billy, you've done hang gliding, right? You've mm-hmm. and so the the wing of this thing isn't it's not enough wing area to really carry you like it did. No, but it's, of course it's not. almost it, it's almost sort of sort of viable because like I said, you're hanging in the right spot. If you've been you know, you're just a little bit behind the center of gravity and center of lift and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can sort of forgive it. But uh, mm. anyway, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Plus, we get we get a great view of the Hughes H1. Uh, that yeah, my my favorite uh, monoplane actually. I, just, I I love that I love that ship. It's just it, it's it's artwork more than it is. Uh, oh, it's, it's both a plane, but it looks like a piece of art. And the and the uh, uh, auto gyro. Uh, yeah, the ECA two sitting there. And those the the mockups that they built for this are just. Spectacular, considering that, Aren't they you know, lovely? These, 
they're yeah. never you never see them in hero shots or anything. Uh, you never see them up close. Yeah. And I had assumed for years that uh, that the H1 was the full scale replica that had been built, uh, uh, and then that the PCA2 must have been a real one and just even movie paint. But they're but neither of that is the case. They're both mock-ups just just for mm-hmm. the film. Yeah, no, it's stunning, and uh, at least a great great night for shooting too. I mean, it looks like it was. This, well, this was in about October of of the year before. Is that when? Oh, I couldn't. Uh, I really couldn't tell you. I think, it, but it was. I do recall it being nice weather. I do recall sitting out back of the stage with uh, with Jennifer on the steps of the trailer. Uh, so yeah, that sounds about right. Octoberish. I mean, yeah. wait, it's L.A. It's yeah, it's, it's never it's never a bad day, it's, and it's not yeah. it's not the rainy season except when you're in front of the uh, the South Seas and it somehow rained. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, it just looks like a, a just a typical night in so- Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, we have to ask uh, our super collector Mike Bruno what, where he hangs his spruce goose. I was, <laughs> I'm assuming yeah, that he, exactly. I'm assuming he owns that thing somewhere. It, it somehow made it <laughs> made it to uh, to Mike Bruno, but uh, a great looking scene and a beautiful uh, fade there at the end, uh, the dissolve into the uh, the picture of. Uh, Copernicus, Kepler, and Newton. I think mm. they're uh, uh, at the top of Griffith Park. So we're going to get into yeah. our, our fi- one of our final set pieces oh. here, which yeah. uh, it's the, the great showdown. But uh, but we'll sa- we'll save that for another another day. <laughs> and you know, right uh, right at the very end, just before that uh, dissolve, I've never really stopped and and paid super close attention. You know, Kerry uh, O'Quinn has the line as Howard Hughes about uh, you know what do you know the you know, the son of a bitch will fly. And, you know, Wooly and Fitch are, you know, still, still sort of irritated and frowning. But the look on Alan Arkin's face, yeah. the PB back there, he is just, number one, he's thrilled to see his buddy escaping. But, but you know, I think, too, he's also pretty excited to see this thing go gliding away. He's excited mm. to see another uh, mm. another thing fly. He yeah. just has that childlike delight on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, a great, that, that is a great hero shot of Terry O'Quinn. I mean, he just... Well, he he knows every every moment where the camera is aimed. It's, it's he really perfect. does, wow. and that's just almost the most emotion we see from him. We see him sort of irritated and impatient throughout the film here and there, but he's he's always the you know perhaps ironically for what you're the real Howard Hughes struggled with later in life. He's always sort of the coolest head in the room. In this one moment, he gives he allows himself that little smile. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and I think we we see a similar reaction right at the end of the film, but we won't jump ahead yet. But yeah, and well, and we do have uh, you know the two aeronautical engineers are the are the ones that are impressed about a whole different thing than anybody else in the room. I mean, he, they, right. he, he, that's what's important to them. And uh, it's always important to have a good mustache. I think that's what, that's, what <laughs> uh, that's what my grandmother always said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, but, uh, a beautiful minute, and and we're and now we're setting up to to one of I think everybody's favorite scenes this this next showdown that'll that'll be coming up in in this week. Oh, uh, um, yeah. We, we've got a great lineup of people coming to talk about this. Please, if you're listening to our show here on a Monday, uh, stay tuned for the rest of the week because we've got some knockout guests. Not that not that Billy isn't a knockout guest, but you you've heard you've heard Billy before. But these are some. Oh, I'm some, just the same old me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what else? Well. I, nobody's ever going to top Anton. 
So no, that's no, true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime he's not on, it's all downhill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 he could, he could be running the uh, Sarah and Duckman in a couple of years. Don't worry, that, that, yeah. that'll, that'll be happening. But uh, uh, for folks who want to join in our conversation, we are always available on usual social media places. Join us at Twitter, Rocketeer Minute. Find us at Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Rocketeer Minute. Go to the big site, RocketeerMinute.com. Catch up on previous episodes. Uh, see pictures of uh, Bill and Anton. I think we have one of those, so we'll, we'll have one of those on on today's episode. And uh, you know, catch cool swag from Amazon. Watch uh, if you haven't watched the the movie The Rocketeer by now. I don't know why you're listening to this show. <laughs> go go uh, get yourself a copy and listen to that. We'll check back with you uh, next time here uh, with some fascinating, more fascinating guests on the Rocketeer Minute. So until next time, over and out. Can you say over and out? Say over and out. Over and out. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>